0: First Presbyterian Daily Reflection, Sabbath Creation. One of the first things we learn about the Sabbath in the Hebrew and Christian scriptures comes from the very first chapter of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1. We see in it this concept of a seven-day creation. Have you ever wondered why we refer to their seven days of creation? And then when we list them, We usually only mention six days of actually creating and then a seventh day where we say God rested. Right? We have day one, God created light and dark. Day two, God creates the sky and the oceans or water. Uh, And then day three, God creates the land and vegetation. Day four, God creates the sun and the moon. Day five, God creates fish and birds. And then day six, God creates all the creatures that live on the ground including human beings who God makes in the image of God, male and female. God makes them in the image of God. This is a really interesting structure because then we come to day seven. And what do we usually say? And then God rested. If we go with that as our conception, then God really didn't create anything on day seven. He stopped his creation. So why would we call it the seven days of creation? Well, I think for us to understand this, we really have to begin to look at the structure of the original text. And understand that this is a form of Hebrew poetry. In fact, it's actually a form of ancient poetry that a lot of civilizations used. In the ancient times, they liked to create poetry that had pairs, couplets of things. And you weren't just supposed to pay attention to the couplets of things, you were supposed to pay attention to the one thing that didn't have a pair. The one thing that didn't have a couplet and stood out as something that was unique and unparable with anything else. And so let's look real quick at the structure of Genesis 1. Day 1, God creates the light and the dark, an environment in which something can exist, or at least in the ancient way of viewing things. And then the couplet is on day 4. Day 4 is where God creates the sun and the moon, the objects that inhabit the light in the dark." And then on day two God creates, or rather separates the waters from above from the waters from below and creates an expanse in the middle. So essentially God creates sky and God creates oceans and lakes and rivers. And so this is the concept here that God is creating the oceans and the sky. And then on day five we see that God creates those inhabitants to fill the waters and the sky, fish and birds. And then we see on day three, God creates the land. God creates the vegetation in the land. And then on day six, God creates the inhabitants that live on the land, animals, creepy crawly things, all of that, and human beings. And so these three pairs of couplets stand out to really tell us that every single environment that was created and everything that fills those environments, at least in the ancient mind, were all created by God. It's a way of saying that everything that, that we can see, everything in space, is created by God. And then we get to day seven. A day that we usually don't talk about creation, we just say, and then God rested. But does God really need to rest? It was like God so tired after he had just spent all this energy creating for six days that all of a sudden he, he needed to take a little bit of a break and so he just, he grabbed a siesta. Or was God doing some unique act of creation in day seven in which this poem is leading us and pointing us to? Day seven is the Sabbath. And if we understand this Hebrew mindset, this ancient mindset, then we can read this poem with a new structure and we can read this poem as kind of being like a giant arrow pointing to the Sabbath. Which means that unlike how we talk about the seven days of creation, where the seventh day is almost a throwaway, in God's mind, Seventh day is the most important. The day that God creates the Sabbath, the day that we are to be reminded of our relationship to Him, is the most important day of the seven. So instead of us looking at it as a day where God rests, let's look at it as a seventh day of creation, a day in which God Himself creates a day for us to reconnect in our relationship with Him and re- be reminded of our relationship towards Him. What a wonderful thing for us to think about as we enter into this kind of period of Sabbath uh, forced on us by a worldwide pandemic. And as we begin to think about a new perspective that we might gain as we come out of this to practice the Sabbath in a different way. Come back tomorrow and we'll talk more about the Sabbath.